I'm not the girl your mom warned you about, her imagination was never this good. Alrighty, welcome back. It is episode four of your favorite girl. Nope, it's not. It's not episode four. <laughs> not. But I'm going to keep that, so keep going. No, okay. Welcome back. It's your favorite girls next door, and we're here for episode 14. I'm Becky from the block. I'm Shay. And we're going to go ahead and get this kicked off today. Yes, 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 yes. So really quickly, because I know that last week it was such a good conversation with the travel guides. We didn't give y'all a neighborhood watch, but Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts related to him murdering George Floyd. So we wanted to take a minute to celebrate that because I know that that is a moment that's important to all of us in the community. It's the first step of what are hopefully many more to come in holding people accountable in finding what's not justice, but accountability for these families and in pushing forward some change. So I just wanted to take a moment to celebrate that and acknowledge that. Also, Sunday was the Oscars. Lots of Black people won shit, so that's super exciting. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom won Best Costume and Best Hair and Makeup because, of course, like, Black people, duh. duh. Also, Soul won for Original Score because, again, the Blacks, duh. And for Best Animated Feature, which was awesome because that means Jamie Foxx gets an extra Oscar, which is great. And then Judas and the Black Messiah won for Original Song by her. Black people, duh. And also one for Best Supporting Actor, which was Daniel Kaluuya, which is interesting because both him and Lakeith Stanfield, like both Judas and the Messiah, were both supporting actors. So it's like, who was the lead actor? The lead. I don't know. I like both of them. Well, I didn't like the other one because I just didn't like his storyline. I mean, it's the truth. But I felt the type of way. <laughs> well. I don't feel like he should. We're not going to praise him. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, that means though that he probably actually did a really good job because you really, really felt a way about it. So he was. I did. He, he, I said he did a great job. I just was mad. Well, whatever. But yes, yeah. shout out to them. I appreciate all of them. But can we talk about the white lady who was doing the butt? Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Yes. She killed that. And she was like, she knew the people that sung it. And she knew like this movie was made to go with Spike Lee's. Um, movie school days. That, school days that um the oscars didn't what did she say they didn't watch it and i think that's a freaking <laughs> that they didn't even nominate him for school days which was some bullshit but yeah, yeah. And that's what she was like they didn't watch it which is freaking ridiculous yes sis it's freaking ridiculous yes yes she and then she got up and did the dance and everything i was here for it she, but she said she know how to do it he's like you know how to do it she's like no no i don't know how to do it and she got up and she was tooting that thing up baby let me tell you let me tell you, golf dangling clothes. Go off. And then also uh, BT aired for us DMX's um, homegoing service, which was really nice. There were a lot of really touching moments, like when his daughter did her um, like little rap and everything. That was really heartfelt. Um, his ex-wife's words and the words that she gave to his fiance was beautiful also. But then, you know. Niggas gonna be niggas. Who? Who? <laughs> who? So there was Jungle was his name, which is a stage name, I'm, I'm going to say. And he made his way to the stage, him and, and some other man. 
and was given just these recounts of these stories with DMX and all this kind of stuff. And I think that everyone collectively was having a moment of like, are you supposed to be there? Is this? <laughs> are you? They put are you, you a program for real. Right. And then the minister was like, uh, my brother, my brother over here. Now is not the time. And we were all like, oh, okay, so he's not supposed to be there. Definitely not supposed to be there. <laughs> uh, okay. But I appreciate the minister getting him together because I didn't been to a few funerals, especially when they have them remarks and they tell everybody two minutes and you at five. Nope. Somebody needs to regulate this. We need to do like the chess players where you hit your little thing when you're done. Yes. That's what we're going to do. Hit your two minutes and keep going. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, niggas always going to be niggas. That's okay. I was like, what in the hell? Also, where is security? I just, the whole <laughs> thing. And I, you know, that brother, it seemed like he had a relationship with DMX. He seemed mm-hmm. affected by his passing in a personal way. So I you know, pray for him as he grieves, but honey. Yeah, that, that was a lot. I just... But we we and then, pray for everybody that was affected by DMX's loss. Amen. And then you also had Swiss Beats up there talking about, you know, basically make sure your affairs is in order because everybody that say they're your friend and your friend and you don't want these niggas fighting over your money when you're gone. Now, I don't <laughs> know who been. that was for. <laughs> I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Message. I don't know who that was for, but I think it was received. So mm-hmm. there was that. But of course, may DMX rest in peace. May all those that are affected by his loss, whether personally or from the standpoint of just being a fan of his music, a fan of his person, we pray for y'all as well. Um, gone too soon, of course, as an icon. Of course, of course. And then we also have our Rural Housewives of Atlanta update. So this uh, Sunday kicked off the reunion, but we're going to pause on that because it's just part one. So we're going to come back next week and we're just going to do a reunion recap. Right. But we didn't, yeah, <laughs> but we didn't get to tell y'all about the last episode before the reunion. And I feel like it was just a lot going on in that episode. I feel like it was a lot. I mean, it's just the same shit of Toya being a hot mess. Understatement. Yeah, Toya being a hot mess. I I just can't get out of my mind her jumping on Cynthia's couch. I wish one of you bitches would come to my house and start jumping on my couch. I'm going to knock you out. Right. Like, who acts like... And y'all are so old. And I bring this up all the time, and it's not to be shady. It's not like... Prayerfully, we all grow old. Mm -hmm. But at your big age, why are you standing on people's couches? Girl... And I couldn't peep if she had taken her shoes off by the end because she had on heels when she came in. And the little fight between her and um, Drew escalated kind of quickly. But I hope that she kicked her shoes off before she hopped up on that woman's couch. Let me tell you something. And you throwing stuff inside of folks' houses, like, you lost it. I just, you I lost can't. It. But also, can't. the whole profit situation anyways was over it. Like, like I feel what Candy was saying. Y'all giving this woman too much validation here. That's a grown-ass If he wants to cheat on his fiance or lack thereof, that that's the decision he made. Whether she pushed up on him or not, if he's supposed to be this man of God, you know, and I, not to say that people that are very religious or anything do not mess up. We are all sinners. We, you know, that, that just happens. No sin is different than another sin. So we all fall short of the glory of God some days. So... Yes, he's a human. If he cheated, 
that's still his decision. He need to take that up with his fiance and he need to take out what if it's God. That don't got nothing to do with us here at this table and your baby. Not one single thing. Your what baby does any thing. of this have to do with your baby dedication? Not one thing. Zero. She, Are you dedicating the baby to the prophet or to the Lord? It sounds like to the prophet, yeah. But I was like, this is so extra. Like, the girl had a boombox and a tape. This whole gag gift, though. <laughs> okay. I have to say it was $1,000. Hang on, hang on, because we got to, I we got to get to that. We got to get to that. I just want to, I want to knock these other things out because I got, I got to get to that. Ah. So a few things before, before we push up on that. Okay. Um, first of all, Mark and Kenya in this situation where Kenya is acting like he came over and he slept in the bed and we didn't talk about that. Ma'am, it's your, it's, it's your bed. Like, it, did you? Were you unaware that he was, I mean, you're acting like you had no agency in that situation mm-hmm. over that with friends, miss, when they was talking about these hoes being late at first, I was like, okay, when we say late, cause I know that you, Rebecca, you're a very punctual person. You like people be on time, mm-hmm. but I'm like, when we say late, are we talking like it was, it was at seven and these hoes showed up at like seven 30. Are we saying like they were supposed to be there, you know, at seven and it was almost eight o'clock because then I feel like, I do feel like it's disrespectful because I do feel like it's disrespectful to people's time. But for mm-hmm. the way that they were reacting to it, I was like, how late is this? It was three, three hours. hours, bitch. It was three I, hours. I would have told you not to come. There, There's no way in hell. But also I will say this to play devil's advocate. Portia's always late. <laughs> so She is. It's like, you're going to have to tell Portia 12 o'clock when you want her to be there at four. But also, yes, Portia, that, and y'all know I love me some Portia. Portia is my spirit animal. We would be friends, but we would fall out over her being late. <laughs> 100%. Because you are so late and yes. you know that it's an issue. Like, three hours, bitch? Three hours. That That's a no. Like I said, 30 minutes. When you have a party, that's normally people show up between that, you know, a 30-minute window. That That's understandable. But past that, and especially at three hours, past an hour, you just shouldn't even came. You shouldn't have came. You shouldn't have came. you should have communicated somewhere in it. Because I feel like Cynthia called them. Yeah. Because Drew was like, and she was like, Drew, you like you're still in the house. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm still waiting on Portia to come and get me. No. Again, my pet peeve. Let me know. If you're supposed to meet me at 7 o'clock and you write me at 7 o'clock and be like, I'm running late, I'm pissed the fuck off, don't come. Because you knew at 6.55, 6.50, 6.45, you knew sometime before then, you was going to be late. So right. that was just disrespectful. That's the, that's my biggest bone to pick right there. Party would have been over for them. We wouldn't have opened the door. Yes. Very disrespectful. And that, for me, is just, I, ma'am. But then you showed up. And we're going to get to this, this friends miss thing, because have you ever participated in a, in a white elephant type thing? A I, dirty have. I have, I have, I think they're okay. fun. I think they're fun too. I will say the very first time that I ever did one, it was a work thing and it was, there weren't a lot of rules and stipulations, like how they said, you know, it's going to be a thousand dollars, whatever. Mm-hmm. When it was the work thing. There was not a lot of rules and stipulations. It was meant to be a very cheap, like cheeky thing. Mm-hmm. And so I had forgot that we was doing it, to be completely honest. And then uh, on the way to the holiday party, somebody was like, 
where's your white elephant gift? And I was like, oh, fuck. So I went to my office and I just grabbed something and I was like, I'm going to make this my white elephant gift. My other homegirl had a little bag. We put it in the bag. It was fine. Now, was my gift trash? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what was in your office that you just grabbed? I'm not even going to tell y'all because it's embarrassing. No, but I don't know. It was like office supplies. They were nice supplies, but it was like office supplies. Um, however, however, was that trash? Yes. Was I out of pocket? Yes. However, the stipulations of that Dirty Santa were very different. If somebody right. has said we are doing Dirty Santa now in our lives, we would never do Dirty Santa for a thousand dollars because bitch who? Okay. But let's say that we was like, we're going to do Dirty Santa and it's a hundred dollars. That's more. That's more our speed. I like that because they started at a hundred and they was mad about it. I was like, oh. Exactly. But but for us, that would be fine. So, so if somebody said, we're doing Dirty Santa, it's a hundred dollars. Like that's the target. I would know not to bring office supplies because I would know that like, oh, like this is supposed to be a real gift. Right. So right. maybe I might do a gag gift in addition to a real gift. Like maybe I might get you something goofy, but also have, you know, mm-hmm. an actual gift in there. But it would be, the assignment would be very clear that you are supposed to get a real gift. I think that, I don't know, I don't think Drew understood the assignment because I don't know why you would have shown up with this wig that one, everybody already told you they hated. So it's not even like it was a wig that you thought that they would like. I don't, I, I think she knew. I just think she's a little slow. That's what she was like, that wig is $1,000 in bundles, but nobody likes it. Nobody <laughs> wants this gift. And that, cause it was three boxes. So I thought there was going to be the better gift at the bottom. No. It was not. It was awful. And I, I would have hated it too. But even for people that uh, that understood the gift, Cynthia and Mel's, they are so basic. I ain't never seen bitches basic <laughs> like that a day in my life. That Tiffany bracelet, baby. That Tiffany's bracelet. <laughs> Portia's face. was <laughs> like, the fuck I'm going to do with this? Give it to PJ? It's probably what we can do. Give it to PJ. But PJ be, uh, you know, iced out better than that anyways. That and then Mel's 10 bottles of champagne. Bitch, what? Agreed. What? Agreed. They, they all a little slow. They're very much a little slow. The aunties, well, ju- I would say just just Cynthia, because the rest of the aunties got it together. Uh, but Cynthia, I, I wouldn't even wore that. She was like, but it's Tiffany's. But it's ugly. <laughs> But I think with Cynthia, the difference is Cynthia bought what she thought people would like. Mm -hmm. Drew brought what people had already talked shit about. And even she said, like, it was cheeky. It was a joke. But this is a thousand dollar joke and it's not funny. It's not fun. Yeah. So where's the where's that? That was the free joke. We got it. Now pull out the thousand dollars cash or, you know, pull out what was supposed to be brought here. Yeah. She wouldn't be invited back for the exchanging of gifts. Hell no. And then they trying to leave and here come the carolers. Now that part took Girl. me <laughs> They sitting there just clapping in the driveway. So I said, what is this? The whole night. That took the me all night. the way out. But did you see for a snippet though, when they were trying, when Kenya was trying to get Toya to leave and she was going back, Kenya was manhandling her a little bit. She's like, she get was. in this car. She was very upset. That's what, I just need more people to hold Toya accountable. Um, 
and maybe they do it off camera, but I don't think that they do because mm-hmm. Kenya is supposed to be her friend and she's actually really close with Candy too because mm-hmm. he found that Candy was close with her husband. So nobody really takes up and Candy and Toya have been doing a free of those, a few of those speak on it things after the show. And I feel like Candy still be on Toya's side. And I'd be like, no, the only the only thing I'm on your side about is yes, that the prophet's a grown ass man. He made his own decisions. But the mm-hmm. rest of this bullshit that you be doing is ridiculous. And I'm tired yeah. of it. I'm tired of it's, it. It's it's beyond. It's it's a lot. Mm. She's giving me honestly like Monique's vibes. Like, no, some you missing a few. Something I'm right. definitely mm-hmm. missing some marbles up top. Something right. Um, but we'll see if she returns for next year. I'm sure know. she will. I'm sure she will because at at the minimum, it's entertainment value. Like, it is. I think Bravo would invite her back. It is, but it's ridiculous. I want to be over it, River Bad. But we'll see. Ridiculous. We'll see. And then they came out with this Potomac sneak peek. And honey, I'm interested. Honey, I'm interesante. Them aunties. We're going to see what they got going on there. So stand by. We'll keep going. Stand by. But that is your Neighborhood Watch report this week. We will be back in a second with Word on the Street. Bye. Oh my gosh, you guys, we have had a wonderful season one, but guess what? All great things must come to an end. Mm -hmm. So for our last episode, we're bringing you an awesome episode and it's going to be a reunion. (laughs) But with the reunion, we we want you guys to be involved. You know, y'all keep asking. So here you go. Y'all send us, you know, the highlights, what you loved about the episode and things like that. But we want to get you included in the episode. So, Bashay, let them know how they can be included in our reunion special. Yes. So, for our reunion special, you can either DM us a question or a reaction that you had to a topic we talked about. You can also send in a video message. You can do this via Instagram as well as at your favorite girls next door at gmail.com if you want to do it via email we're going to post all of this information on our social media as well but we can either get your live reactions or your questions that are written in and we're going to talk about it on our reunion special i'm excited i'm excited because again all we're giving you guys our perspective on a lot of things yours may be different so you know send us in some clips that you enjoy you have questions you have opposing opinions that we can debate send Mm -hmm. us all of that and let's bring it up on a reunion and close out a great season but again this is just season one we will be back with more but we want to go out with the bang absolutely so our reunion special is going to air on may 14th because we got to give y'all some time to get in you know your reactions and things like that if you would like for your reaction to be included in the episode, we need that by May the 10th. But we will put that on our Instagram um, as well. So all the instructions will be there. But we really, really, really want to hear from y'all. We love the fact that after episodes, y'all will either write us on Instagram or text some of us or, you know, post your reactions in the ratings and things like that on Apple. So we want to get y'all included, get y'all involved and see what y'all thought. Absolutely. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Like I said, people have been asking to come. So this show opportunity. Hit us with what you got. I, I know the men is not going to let us down because they got the most to say. They bet not, child. They bet right in something. They All better write in something. and hollering. They be doing. 
all the hooping and hollering, okay? Well, y'all need the male perspective. Okay, then give it to us. Right. Give it to us and we're going to talk about it. So get your information in and May 14th will be our season reunion. All right. Let's get to Word on the Street. So for this week's Word on the Street, we're going to play a little game of Surprise Bitch, It's Word on the Street with Rebecca this week since last week, or, you know, a few weeks ago, she surprised me with a topic. We're going <laughs> to flip the tables. You, you knew a little bit of the basis, though. Mm, okay. Well, you know, you don't. So here we go. Um, okay. So this week for Word on the Street, I want to talk about privacy versus secrecy in a relationship. Hmm, I don't think I might like this. Tell me more. Tell me okay, more. okay. Let me tell you where I'm going. So I actually got this from the show on OWN. It's called Ready to Love. And it's basically a dating show for like older black people. Like I think they're all at least late 30s, like into their early 50s. And Uncle Tommy, you know, from the Steve Harvey show, he's the one that hosts the show. And they have these men and these women and they go on dates and then they decide to eliminate people and things like that. But they're trying to find love. That's the premise of this whole thing. And there is a, I guess they're called contestants, a cast member on this show who has been married twice. And he is very, in my opinion, insecure about women and what a relationship is because he's been walked out on and all these kind of things. He explained all this in the episode. So he was saying that for him in a relationship to be comfortable, he needs to have all the passwords, all the logins to all social media, phone, everything like your email, your MySpace, all of that. And one of the ladies he was talking to, she was like, you know, I value having privacy. And he mm-hmm. took that to mean that she wanted to be like secretive. And she tried to explain to him that's not necessarily what she meant, but he just kind of wasn't hearing it. And it raised red flags for her and some other ladies as well. Cause they all date each other as they go through this process. Okay. And then I know we're not doing Real Housewives reunion yet, but in the reunion, Drew, they asked uh, Drew's husband, Ralph, wow. about Tampa. And, and this conversation came up again about like he showed her all these receipts of all these places that he went while he was there. And he showed her like his Apple Watch stuff because he went on a run to kind of like account for his whereabouts while he was on this mysterious trip in Tampa. So I wanted to ask you what your views are on privacy in a relationship. So I think, I think they're two separate things, especially with Ralph and Drew, definitely that, I think when it comes to you getting out of the doghouse, I think I do want to see some of this shit, maybe, Mm -hmm. I think I would, Um, but definitely for the other homeboy, there needs to be a level of privacy that there's trust there that nothing's happening, Mm -hmm. so that's what I, that's where I struggle is like, okay, you got my phone password because it was laid on the couch. And I was like, can you check that message for me? You know, what's the code? One, two, three, four, five, six. You got it. Now, am I necessarily thinking that you one, two, three, four, five, and six and while I'm sleeping and stuff? No, because I think there's a level of trust there. But I'm not going to be secretive with my password because I'm worried that you're going to look in, that you're going to be going through it. For homeboy, mm-hmm. though, I think he is, is to intentionally go through and look at this stuff. 
which indicates that you don't trust me and therefore you should not be with me. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like, again, I, I've done that in a relationship. Like, oh, hand me your phone. Oh, this is what it was. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me take a picture on your phone. Let me, I don't really care. I give you the phone, you type in the code, you do what it is. But I don't think I'm actually asking for it to go digging. You know, does that make sense? It does. I definitely agree. I think that it is a red flag and we'll just use, we'll stay on the phone example. It is a red flag if like your phone is ringing or something like that and I go to grab it to even like hand it to you because I'm not just trying to randomly answer your phone and Mm -hmm. you are like jumping over the couch like, no, bitch, don't touch my phone. Like that's definitely, I think, a red flag. But I think that we are all entitled to a level of just privacy. And even in this particular Mm -hmm. situation, the girl went on to say like, so if I like keep a journal, like, do you want to read that too? And his response was like, I don't believe in having any secrets. No, 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 no. no. That's not a secret. That's, That's me and my personal internal thoughts. I also think that if you are, if you need all of the the passwords, for example, to my social media, mm-hmm. then like you said, Rebecca, you are anticipating that I am doing something that mm-hmm. you are going to catch me in. Because mm-hmm. if you just thought I wasn't doing nothing, then you wouldn't need the password because there would be no reason for you to go in there and look. So you're exactly. anticipating that I am doing something in these messages. Yeah, that's a no. That that would that's very controlling. Yes. Um. And almost makes me feel like a child. Like, again, if my child has social media, I don't have no kids, but <laughs> being that I know that, you know, Dora be going to the motherfucking function on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so sidebar, my nieces was watching Dora on YouTube one day and it was like, Dora going to the motherfucking function, wear boots. I was like, that's like boots and bitch. I was like, wait, what is this? It's like, it's Dora. No, that's You ain't never seen that Dora goes to the function? No, bitch. I had never seen it until they was Those watching it. Those videos are hilarious. Well, okay. But so I felt like, so if I had a child, then yes, you got restrictions on your social media because, you know, they be slipping demon messages and videos and mm-hmm. people are out here trying to abduct kids and things like that. So that's what I think of where it's like, I need all of your passwords, like very controlling type shit. No, that's not going to work, sir. That That's not going to work period yeah and whoever you thought that was gonna work for is dumb maybe that's why you and your second marriage he's on he's going to his third he's been married twice okay yeah so i'm interested to know if he did all this privacy stuff in his second which is why she left because we the first one maybe she just left him and that's Mm -hmm. why he's insecure now um but you're gonna have to find another way to come up with that insecurity like how Mm -hmm. would you Okay, so you just took your husband on a surprise trip, right? Mm-hmm. How you gonna surprise a nigga and he got all your stuff? Uh, facts. Like, yeah. What What are we doing here? Like, I'm trying to do something nice for you, and this nigga sees it, and now he's pissed. Who you planning to go to the next game with? Well, nigga, it was you, but now we not going. <laughs> we now not guess going. who ain't going? Guess you. who ain't going? Because you know what, man? I might still go. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm still gonna go. So it's, it is so controlling. Um, It's very, it's very controlling and it's very like, 
in my opinion and one thing i have learned since being married and talking to like especially older married couples is that everybody's marriage is different so mm -hmm. what be going on in my house is not the blueprint and probably won't work for other people because everybody got their own set of you know how it goes down in their home but you have to be able to exist as a whole person like right. we cannot just be so intertwined that like I don't also exist as Bache. Like I have mm -hmm. to exist as a whole person. Mm -hmm. I need to be able to have feelings that are my own, have relationships, you know, friendships, things like that that are my own. Like mm -hmm. I need to be able to exist as a person. And sometimes that means I need to be able to exist separate from you. That don't mean I'm doing nothing. Right. Like you go to therapy, he wanna go to therapy or he wanna see the therapy notes, like what? Listen, the way he was talking was like, there is no, and he didn't see the levels of like, cause the, the female contestant was like, you know, I believe in transparency. I believe in honesty. I believe in, you know, of course, like telling the truth and things like that, but I believe in privacy. For him, all of that was the same. All of that meant secrecy. Like if you so much no. as have any moments, conversations, whatever to yourself. Also, I have relationships with people. If you and I, Rebecca, have a conversation about you, mm -hmm. my husband don't need to be privy to that. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so not only do you need all my business, but you need all my friends' business too. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a no. I mean, I guess, do you feel that people... Ooh, actually, I'm going to take that back a little bit. Do you feel that this is a man thing? Because we, in my head, I'm just going to leave it there first. You think it's a man thing or people actually really be caught up on this? As, in terms of wanting all the passwords and everything? In terms of you've had some type of trauma and now you want this complete open. Do you think that's a man thing or other people be doing that same shit? I think that's a people thing. Because when I saw this, I actually thought and I'm making assumptions as well, but I actually thought like, I've heard of other women saying that. I've never heard a man be like, I need your Instagram login. Like, I've never heard of that. What do you think? So I'm just thinking from the terms of when men are butt hurt, they are butt hurt. So this man has been butt hurt mm -hmm. and he can't get past it because he's a man. And I'm sorry, neighborhood, y'all gonna come for me, but that's just <laughs> in my 30 years of experience on this tinker <laughs> planet. Um, niggas can't come back from people cheating on them and things like that. Mm. So I think that's definitely like his insecurity as a man. I know there are times that women ask for like logins, but it's normally like because you you in particular have done something. I've it's never mm. really like a we enter this relationship and I need everything from this complete stranger. It's like the trust has been broken and now I want to check your email. And I used I for the people that want to do that because I don't. <laughs> I just, I don't think I've ever heard it. And again, I've, I've not come across the millions of people in the world. Um, but I definitely think it stems from how men can't get over hurt like women can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. I definitely think that that's true. And I think that he is absolutely masking that hurt mm -hmm. and, you know, perpetuating this whole situation 
with women that he don't even know. Like these are women that he is in a basically game show with. Like you do not know these women. They have done nothing to you. You met them literally a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. So there's that. My question is also, or not even really a question. I just want to get your reaction to this. I feel like when you are in that situation and you are going through a phone or going through an Instagram or whatever, Mm you are always going to find what you are looking for, whether what you are looking for is in context or not. Like if you go in there looking for a nigga to be doing some fuck shit, you're going to find some fuck shit in there. Some fuck shit. You, oh, I completely agree with that. You're going to read wrong or read right, to be honest. You never know. But you're going to read what you're going to read. Okay. And you're going to lose your shit. So don't go looking for what you don't want to find. Mm-hmm. Again, I would never want to be in that situation. I-, I was actually in a situation once. <laughs> I got caught though. I'm not good at Say more. <laughs> Say more. I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This man was so mad at me. Ah, he, I thought we was coming probably towards the end. And there was a lot of red flags. Something was up. Something was up. And I could feel it in my heart and my soul. Um, and we were getting ready to go to his family reunion. Mm-hmm. His house. And he was going downstairs to iron. I was like, boom, I got at least a solid four minutes because I know who to grow. I know I know who to go and look for in the phone. You go to the homies. You don't go looking for bitches. You go to the homies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Pro tip from yeah. somebody that ain't never done this before. I'm telling you, all right, this is, I know it, but <laughs> I know if, if you want to do it, I'll tell you how to do it. But, uh, so I'm like, I got a solid four minutes to get into this man's phone. And again, we, I had his password just on some random. We did have that trust. Like he'd be like, who's on my phone? And I would unlock it and be like, oh, such and such text you or your mom was calling. You know what I'm saying? But it was mm-hmm. never anything outside of that but this one day I was like you know what I said I would never do this but I need some answers I pick up that phone and as soon as I type in that code I like go to messages and I don't know if he hadn't made it completely down the steps yet to go or what but he turned back around and was coming (laughs) up the steps and there is no way that I could put the phone down without looking suspicious you should just throw it across the room and he walks (laughs) up and I'm sitting there at the phone in my hand looking like oh bitch you called and he's like what are you doing and I was like Something ain't right. Like, it, I, I couldn't think of a lie. I couldn't think of a lie. I was like, something, he was like you going, were you going through my phone? I was like, I was about to. I was. <laughs> I, I really was. And he lost his shit and he left me. He didn't take me to the family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> he told me I couldn't go. <laughs> this is not funny. Like, he left me there. I was like, I'm dressed to go. And he was like, no, ma'am. I'm not I'm not in a good mood with you. I'm not about to go look at all my family members and be like, this is my girlfriend when I'm mad. So stay your ass at home. Oh, I, my feelings was so hurt. So, so wait. Hurt. <laughs> did you find what you was looking for in the phone? Not on that particular day. I did go back later. <laughs> and I passed some shit up. I, yeah, I did. I did. Maybe, and I was probably reading into it. I actually did find a girl that was like a neighbor that I feel like she was pushing up on him. Like, come mm. over, you know. Are you busy? Like, come over. No, it's 11 o'clock at night. What he need to come to your house for? But I actually never brought it up again because I had already been caught once. He took mm-hmm. me back. I left it alone. And so I was just trying to go with the trust. Maybe mm-hmm. I was being dumb. I don't know. We, we made it some time past that. 
Um, but I never brought it up again. I, I've actually never told the story. Um, but yeah, I, I saw it and I was like, I knew it was something. But I was like, you know what? He he was entertaining it, which also I did not like. But I really had no validation to say that he went over there and fucked her or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just mm-hmm. I just left it where it was. Um, but again, I, I could leave that. A man would have never left that. Mm-hmm. Like, it had been done. It, it would have been done. Um, and I think if I had really, like, gotten into the phone, he probably would have been even more mad. But the fact that I was, like, right there... I think that's how he forgave me. Like, she ain't really seen nothing. Right. We're going to keep moving. But, yeah, men, we just, I don't understand. They they get real butthurt. And I mean, like, and it's they pride. Like, we get it. It is. Oh, Everybody 100%. Gets Everybody gets hurt. I I don't like that shit. I, you know, I, I do not like them to tell people that somebody hurt my feelings. Um, But that's, when you're in a relationship, that shit happen. That's that vulnerability that we're searching for what I'm searching for right it's not gonna make you less of a man to say that your feelings were hurt right say that so even for this guy I feel like we could that would be the start of a good conversation and a relationship to build with him if he felt at a point where you know we're dating on this show he became comfortable with me and he wanted to be vulnerable and be like this is what happened to me in the past. This is why I'm insecure about certain things. Like having that transparency, I think would be a great start to a conversation for you guys to build something together. But right. you just came in off rip and was like, I need all your passwords. This ain't no secrets. No, you, you're not getting nothing. You, you are getting not one thing out of this game show. It's a wrap. Right. But I think so in the show, taking what you said, he did have that's how he prefaced the conversation. I've been walked out on. It was this whole thing, blah, blah, blah. But where he messed up, in my opinion, was he was not willing to listen to her perspective. And he almost even kind of wrote her off like, oh, you must want to be on some fuck shit because you don't want to give me, you know, all of your information. That must mean that you're being secretive. You know, mm-hmm. but I've had situations where, and actually to teach me a lesson and it was a good lesson. <laughs> I was having a conversation when, when my husband and I were dating, we were having a conversation and somehow we got on the topic of like guys going and visiting like girls that are their friends, like that they're not actually dating. And I made this statement and I stood by it. I was like, ain't nobody jumping state lines to go see somebody that they not fucking with. Mm -hmm. I said it and I meant it and I stood on it. Well, Mm -hmm. so like a few weeks later, I, (laughs) so like a few weeks later, I was living in South Carolina at the time. I had a friend from back home that I went to college with that was living in North Carolina at the time and uh, wanted to come down and go to a football game because we were both UK fans, right? Mm -hmm. And they were playing in South Carolina. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, I work for the school. I'm going to get us some tickets, you know? Mm -hmm. So then uh, he had happened to text me like while my husband was in town and it wasn't, this is not, it was a completely platonic thing. Like, this was not a thing. But I had asked my husband, like, who's texting me? You know, whatever. What does the message say? So he tells me what the message said. The message is basically like, you know, did you end up getting the tickets? Whatever, whatever. Some simple shit like that. Mm-hmm. So then he was like, my husband was like, oh, well, where's, where's he coming from? I was like, oh, he's just coming from North Carolina. 
across the across the months. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. And I feel like that for me was a very mature moment. And me being like, had this been the roles reversed and I had gone through somebody's phone and read that, I'd have completely read into that wrong. Like, yep. I'd have been looking for what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And I'd have read that and it'd have said some whole other shit than what it actually said. Mm-hmm. That's true. That was a good lesson. That, that was a lesson. That was a lesson. Well, Homeboy didn't learn his lesson. He did not. He didn't. Um, but I also agree with... That's that's a conversation too. Are people coming across straight line state lines for friends? I guess it depends on the friendship sometimes. It does. And it depends too, like across state lines can mean a lot of different things. Like in this case, right. it was like it's down, down the road. How, yeah. How about we say you hop two states? <laughs> as long as you don't go two states. As long as you don't go two states, <laughs> then y'all not fuck. But if you go two states, nope. No ma'am, nope, it's not gonna happen. It, it, it's just a no but yeah you need that you need some privacy and yeah. not even so much like you said it's it's privacy from your friend friend's business it, you know sometimes family stuff like yeah yes y'all are all one but you do have some separate shit like what if you have something kind of your mother is going through your brother you know my sister that's necessarily, right. not necessarily your business it could be something about my sister's marriage you know what i'm saying like right really having a conversation and that's not something you need to be privy to to go back to her husband like that's her business exactly. so it, it no it's not the same privacy but- and secrecy not the same do you have any privacy like red flags though like do you have anything that you would say because you've you've established like you're not trying to just go through everybody's stuff you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever but do you have any kind of like privacy red flags like that would make you be like hmm i don't know what you got going on over there I think you already said it, kind of, like that whole just like you hopping across the couch if I pick up your phone type deal. Mm. Um, I feel like not early on, but say we've been dating, it's established we we are mutually exclusive. We're you know in a relationship. Um, I don't think I would necessarily think this off top, but say we're in a relationship and your phone goes off and. I'd be like, you want me to grab it? And you'd be like, yeah, but you don't give me the password. I might think, I might read into that just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's not like I'm going to write this shit down. Like, one, two, three, four, he gave it to me. I'm going to look at a different time. It's just, right. I picked up your phone. But like I said, granted, I wouldn't expect somebody I'm casually dating, I wouldn't pick up their phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, right. that's what it is. But if somebody were in a relationship and I think you make a point to not share it with me, I would be like, hmm. Interessante. <laughs> but I think in my adult life trying to communicate and be a better person than I was last year, I think I would communicate that. Yeah. I would be like, yeah. I felt a little some type of like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And hopefully that we would both be grown adults so we could talk about that. And just and it could not have been anything that, that person ever done. I'm this could be the best person in my world. I'd just be like, you know, I just felt like you were intentionally going out of your way to keep that from me when mm-hmm. it's not a big video um so yeah that would be all for me and partially in you know the digital age who has no social media yeah <laughs> no that's what i was gonna say 
or not even that you don't have social media. I mean, I just got Instagram uh, during quarantine because I wanted to go to club quarantine. So I'm about to say because you don't got nothing on there. I sure don't. I put a picture on there. See, I don't sound spam. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that um, you know how you have some couples that are like they're like blocked on each other's social media. Mm-hmm. That's weird to me. That's and I don't. Weird. It's just strange. Like I don't know what you think you would see on there that would I don't know I don't get it I don't get that but some couples do that I know know some couples that not blocked but for certain times they just so I just came back from a girl's trip 10 Mm -hmm. females we drunk as fuck half of the people's married um and I don't none of them were in this situation but I've had people were like if their wives going on a trip like that they like mute them for the weekend. I don't want to see y'all gonna be on there drunk, acting a fool, talking about sex, do, doing whatever. I don't want to see that. You go do what you want to do. I think that's fine. I think yeah. you, you're not gonna be on there really acting a fool. But sometimes people just don't want to. Girls like to have fun with girls some days. Like that's just yeah. like, be having a good time. So it's like I don't want to see you out here turning up. Go do what you want to do with your girls. Peace out. But block the block. No, that's a red flag. I don't let people, well, I try not to normally. I don't like people follow me on social media before we're actually dating really anyways. Because I feel like it's like mm. a cheat code to getting to know one another. Mm. I feel like if you want to ask me questions and get to know me, I need to invest in a journal. But I use Instagram. So <laughs> I be on Instagram telling my business. <laughs> and so it's like people learn about me through that when it, I want it to be more organic conversation. That's fair. That's fair. But somebody that you were dating, you would presumably like follow. Yeah. Or you wouldn't After, tell them like, I can't follow you. So like I said, I, I was on dating apps, Hinge or whatever. I'd be like, at first I would lie. And I would say I didn't have social media. I'm just a lie. And then I'd be like, no, I got it. But I don't, I want us to have an organic conversation. But mm-hmm. I feel like once we kind of get past that, we are talking and trying to get to know one another then we normally follow one another one another but that whole like when i see people honestly when i see people's instagram tag in their hinge handle or some shit mm-hmm. i'm like you on games you don't know how to communicate mm-hmm. I, I do i slightly judge you i'm not really on here hit me up on instagram no i don't want to do that <laughs> if i wanted to be on instagram i would just be on instagram I want to talk outside of that and have a conversation. Right. Uh, but one, you know, like, like I said, once we've kind of been getting a feel from one another and stuff, yeah, we're gonna follow each other. And it's not even like a checking up thing. I don't know. It's just like somebody have your phone number. Yeah, and also I'm just nosy. Like I, I don't know. Like I said, I exist as a full person outside of my marriage. My husband exists as a full person outside of our marriage we are together obviously but like he has friends that are his friends I have friends that are my friends it's fine mm-hmm. there's multiple times where like he'll go out and I'll watch his story just because I want to see what the fuck's going on like I don't it's not anything I want to do with the information I'm just like mm-hmm. what the club look like I want to know like right. <laughs> what y'all wear I want to know like I'm just nosy but I'm also not the type to be like looking and I mean, we in the middle of like a panoramic, so nobody's doing this right now. But previously, I was also not the type to be like looking and be like, screenshot, I don't know this one girl in the top right corner, circle her right. face real quick. Who's this bitch? Like, yeah, no. I don't know. I just, something about that seemed unhealthy. It is. I'm not going through people that like your shit. 
I'm not going. I'm glad that Instagram got rid of that whole like who liked what. Granted, I never used that, but I had people like you like so and so's picture. So, what does that even mean? <laughs> like so? Okay. So, um, but I think again, privacy and shit like that, and levels of trust. I don't care about that. But if you like googling and heart eyesing and tonguing people's picture, then I do got something to say. Yeah, that's different. Respect to me. That's different. <laughs> that's different. You don't disrespect me on the world. Digital I mean. flirting. Digital flirting. You're not gonna do this to me on Beyonce's internet. That's not what you're gonna no. do, okay? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, but just in general, no. But people, yeah, people that don't have anything, I'm like, hmm. You living a double life? Yeah, they probably got a whole wife and kids at home. <sighs> probably. I'm trying to think if I got a good story for that. I need. You know, life. I just don't. Know. <laughs> but I don't think I do. I don't think I've experienced that. I've never experienced someone having a double life. Well, well. So long ago, many eons ago, mm-hmm. I was dating this guy. Or, and I used the word dating like very loosely. I knew this guy and we were talking and going out occasionally. I think the kids call that dating still. Don't know. So talking. Sure, we was talking. That's what mm-hmm. we used to call it. We was talking. Mm-hmm. And it, it was somebody that I met through a mutual friend and a close friend, like somebody that is still a close friend to me. And um, he didn't have any social media, or so he said. That might have been a lie now that I'm thinking about it. But he didn't have any social media. And I didn't know anybody in this new town that I was in. Mm-hmm. So we're talking, and I'm like, feeling this guy, right? Like, I'm like, oh, this could be something. I'm telling my friend that's his friend. She's like, yeah, girl, this could be something. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Girl, I go to church on Sunday. Me and said friend, both of us, go to church on Sunday. We go to church. We sit down in the aisle. Not three minutes later, did this nigga walk down the aisle holding hands with this with some shit and sit down on the aisle like directly across from us. And I don't think he realized he did it either because I didn't notice him at first. And he sat down and my mutual friend was like, mind you, we in church. He was like, bitch, bitch. <laughs> Just like look across the aisle, and I look and I see, I see him and this very lovely lady. I'm like, what the hell? So all we're having this church. whole all in church. So then it comes out that he is like in a full blown relationship with this girl, like because she went investigating. Because obviously they know some of the same people that mm-hmm. they're friends as well. So she went investigating, asking around because I wouldn't even know where to start. And found out like he was in a whole relationship. Not like I'm talking mm-hmm. to you and I'm talking to her and I just happened to come to church with her that day. Like mm-hmm. they are together, have been together. Like it's a thing. Mm-mm-mm. See, it's a no. <laughs> See, you would have known that if, if, well, you may or you may not have. That That's a question. So when you have people who are active, and I, I want to preface that by saying active. People mm-hmm. that are actively on social media, like every day, posting mm-hmm. story, like on pictures, doing some shit. Like mm-hmm. you, I wouldn't say you're active. You have one picture that I told you to put up, so people didn't think you was spam. Mm-hmm. So other than that, that's the only thing on Instagram. You're not an active Instagrammer. Me, I'm an active person. If you're talking to somebody who is actively online, who never posts any of their significant others or things like that, is that a red flag? Or is that their privacy? I think, again, it depends. And this is why I say that. On Twitter, as we have talked about before, Neighborhood, 
I love Twitter, okay? I use Twitter a lot. Now, Twitter is not really for posting pictures and things like that, but also my husband does not have Twitter. So for as active as I may be on Twitter, I ain't about to tag him in nothing. Like he, you don't, he don't exist in that mm-hmm. space. So I have tweeted and I probably tweet relatively often about like, my husband may have did this or like some type of like funny marriage meme and be like, maybe this is me. I think it would be obvious to tell that I was maybe married if you looked at my Twitter, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily post him because he's not on that platform. Mm-hmm. So I think it depends in that way. Now, if y'all are just both on this platform and you never post them, mm-hmm. that would be a red flag. But like, if you're having all of these moments and you're posting it's like, are they not involved in any of these moments? Like, so I think it kind of depends, but I do think that it could become a red flag. Yeah, that's what I, I so I had this conversation with a friend a little bit ago. Uh, and I think it came up because we were out. She was, it was three of us. She was the only person who had a so-called boyfriend. Who, mm-hmm. She was in love, this her boyfriend. But some niggas came out. And now the two of us are single, so we try to mingle. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm never going to push people in instances. You know what I'm saying? Like, I go out with you. You're a married person. It. She's married. I want everybody to know. She's off, you know, she's here. I'm here. So mm-hmm. somehow it came out. And I don't even think in that instance I had been very much like, she's got a boyfriend. Leave her alone. I think we were having a conversation and I, like, mentioned his name. I was like, oh, well, what about so-and-so? Because it's, it's normal conversation. Like, this is a mm-hmm. normal man in your life. And I think one dude's like, oh, you got a boyfriend? She was like, yeah. Well, then later she got mad at me and she's like, don't be telling people I got a boyfriend. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you or do you not have a boyfriend? Like, I, I'm confused here. And so it, we all had like this debate, like, would you want people to know? And it's like, well, it's just on my terms. Like, and she had never, ever posted this man on like her social media and stuff. And she is a very active social media person. So I'm hmm. like, I just feel like that's so very shocking that if you are literally on Instagram every day when you open your eyes, that's the last thing you look at before you close your eyes mm-hmm. and you don't want to share with people that you have this, that, that's secrecy to me. Like I said, yeah. and I get, I get privacy. Like what is privacy on social media? Privacy is not getting on our telling, telling all me and my significant other's business. We fighting right. about this. We got money problems. He don't want to have sex with me today. Like that is privacy lines but secrecy is that this whole person does not exist in my life right on instagram on trips on beaches you know going to dinners and all of this that and the third and you don't post me i i think that is very much a you trying to portray that you're single Mm -hmm. for other people to maybe jump in or not i don't know that that's a red flag for me that that's secrecy and I, I would agree. You can, you can post stuff and not tell all your business, but this whole person is a part of your life. Same. If you scroll back in my thousand pictures, you're going to scroll back and find my boyfriend. That was part of my life. We had pictures. I'm not going back deleting a hundred pictures. That's your mm-hmm. problem. Maybe when I get into another serious relationship and it's like, again, out of respect, I would delete it. But I also think like, nigga, you see it says 2015. Like, right. This is clearly <laughs> not today. Clearly not today or last week. Whoever's scrolling that far back is being nosy and my business. I would agree. I do think that's secrecy. I think when you are making, if you're just going about your life and tweeting or Instagramming, posting, posting, mm-hmm. that's what it's called, posting and whatever, 
that's one thing. But when you are making a conscious effort to eliminate that part of your life, I would definitely think that that's a red flag. Yes. I would definitely think that that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. That is definitely in the category of secrecy. Definitely. And if, and if you ask me to purposely take you out, because it's two sides to it. It could be Ooh. that person is trying to be like, be secretive about it. But if you ask me, like you prefer, you're not a social media person. You don't want all of our business on the line. You know, you know, niggas shit. Right. Niggas, stop niggas be saying it's manipulative. The bullshit. I don't want to be a bullshit. I don't want to be on there, blah, blah, blah. Another red flag. Yeah. Because like I said, I'm a I'm an active person. So you always going to see some shit. You might see some shoes in the back of my Instagram video. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to pick right. up on clues that I got a man. Um, and you're going to see him in the back of something. If he take me out onto the world, this nigga took me out. I'm so excited. Because you're not going to be like weird about it. I don't know. Right. I just, that's, that's, that's very weird. Yeah. But people do that. Sidebar. If you want to put all of your business on social media, I will read it. So mm-hmm. don't even, you know, entertain the rest of the show. But don't, when you, your feelings is hurt, you can't stop. Now that pisses me off. That's true too. People break up. <laughs> But they don't tell us why. No, because last week I was in love. <laughs> we was invested. We was invested in this relationship. Like, I want to know what the fuck happened. I feel the same way about people being pregnant. Who is your baby daddy? <laughs> you could tag him in the baby shower that he didn't show up to. We just want to know. Oh my gosh. Not in the baby shower that he didn't show up to. We just want to know because that makes me mad because I be scrolling back. Like, did I miss, did I miss this? go um but yeah especially relationship updates y'all be very invested and in love the whole bunch of these quarantine relationships gone and <laughs> they about girl, to go because the world is open i asked her because I, I was real confused i was rooting for them okay she had posted they was making brunch <laughs> they be at home they was watching church they was having a good ass time and i was like oh this is beautiful and then she posts on one day probably something about niggas ain't shit or something like that and we're not even that close. We are Instagram friends. And I wrote her, I said, well, what happened to your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and she wrote me back and she was like, that nigga was lying. And, th- and I was like, oh, hey. I'm so sorry, sis. But I- that was my closure. Like I got what I needed. I feel like she could have told all of us that, but at least she told me. <laughs> and I was like, I appreciate you. Cause I-, I wanted to know, I was rooting for you. I'm rooting for everybody black and their black love and their relationships. And y'all be leaving us hanging. So if you want to put your business out there, put it all out there, okay? Don't be picking and choosing. Yeah. Don't ain't no cliffhangers. <laughs> ain't no cliffhangers. We want to know. But if you want to be a little private with your life, you have every right to do that. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Well, neighborhood, as always, we want to hear from y'all. You know, what are your privacy red flags? Where is your line of privacy? You know, what is appropriate and not appropriate for you and yours? Mm-hmm. I'd be curious. And I do want some guy perspectives on this one, too. I do. Girl, the guys is trying their best to get on here. We're going to have to do something. They are. Like <laughs> they are. We we might. Yeah. They <laughs> knocking down the door. Everybody <laughs> might like, you should bring me on your podcast. Why? Why? Right. <laughs> We'll start taking uh, applications. Y'all mm-hmm. gonna have to write a little essay and let us know, you know, why we should choose you. Yep, I'm down for to it. To come talk to the neighborhood. But I would be interested. I am interested in what y'all's secrecy, privacy guidelines with social media and all that are. 
So we want to know. Speaking of social media, make sure you follow us at your favorite girls next door. That is on Instagram and on Twitter. And make sure that you rate, like, subscribe, share the podcast, give us five stars. We got a few extra reviews last week. Keep it coming. Five stars only. Okay. If you're on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, that is it for episode 14. We will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Go home, Roger.